The Rant Network with Stuart Brisgell and David Solomon every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. You know, it's Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, David. It's Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. I think you're right. That's right. You know what today is? It's uh, the beginning of the week. It's the beginning of the week. It's Monday. I didn't forget that yet. Guys, I'd, I'd like to say good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, as we have a massive war raging all over Western Europe. Whether you live on any side of uh, the Ukraine, it seems that there are bombs landing in and around where you live. Doesn't seem like a great place to be. It seems that we've got a handcuffed uh, United uh, Front with NATO and the Western world all terrified that, oh, no, we're going to get Putin and cause World War III when, in fact, Putin actually created World War III because there's really no other way on stopping the man without shooting his planes down at this point. So with that being said, there's an economic war going on. As a few weeks ago, we talked in detail about ammonia nitrate. Well, as of this past week, it's now making the news that your grocery bill is going to go through the roof. And go figure. You heard it here first at uh, the Rant Network. David and I exposed it, unedited, and tried to lead the way. Uh, however, unfortunately, sometimes we're so far ahead that it just takes a couple of weeks for it to come to the press. You know, we, David put a good picture up there how Visa and MasterCard are starting to cut out and start to remove Russia from the world banking system as another step after taking him out of SWIFT. You know, everyone's got to charge something. Everyone's become reliant on debit cards and credit cards, even those people that live in Russia. And by cutting them off from these financial gateways, we are putting a noose around Russia's necks. But the question is, you know, we always have taken the standpoint that boycotts like Ben and Jerry's, you know, that took against Israel weren't exactly the smartest thing to do. However, David, I don't know if we've changed our mind or think maybe these boycotts versus bombs may be a little better. Dave, what do you got to say? Well, look, let, let's start from the very beginning here, okay? This form of warfare that we're dealing with today, we're used to conventional military warfare, bombs, bullets, soldiers, this, that, and the next thing. And while there, the economic boycotts have been government-led by nationalized country, nationalized organizations, the reality is that there's been a shift in the way things work now and the way to hurt someone economically is to is that corporations are actually jumping on board voluntarily actually to help in a war effort now except for shell who decided to buy, continue to lie and buy oil from russia others others have boycotted russia forget countries we're talking about corporations uh, these are corporations based all over the world who finally come to the forefront. Now, you know, Stuart, when I did my MBA back 10 years ago, the one thing that changed in the MBA for me was they kept talking about a corporate social responsibility, a CSR. They threw that at us for two years, and I was I was nauseous because I was like, enough already. We're business. But you know what? Corporations do now have a social responsibility. It's not just about making money and profit, whatever. It's about helping a cause. Now, what irritates us you and me, is that we've seen for the last couple of years how corporations put themselves behind movements. Nike liked to tie itself to the Black Lives Movement. Ben and Jerry slash Unilever tied itself to the so-called Palestinian cause. 
right? Corporate social responsibilities, boycotts, embargoes, encouragements, finance, whatever. But here's a war. Here's a war. Now, what's incredible in this war, and, I'm, and, and it's, it's, it's crazy that as of this morning, and if you want to see the list, this is the lengthy list of companies, organizations who have unilaterally gone out or participated or whatever to boycott Russia and Belarus by extension. Now, I'm not going to go through this entire thing. There's a very, very long list. But what irritates me, Stuart, is the companies like Nike. And Nike is on this list. Hold on. Nike is on this list. But what are they doing? They halted all online sales in Russia, stating it could not guarantee delivery of products. That's the statement. Excuse me? What in God's name is that? You stood here. You, you, you stood behind Black Lives Matter, financing, advertising, the whole thing. You're closing up shops in other countries. And here you're saying, well, listen, due to customer service reasons, we can't supply Russia. That's the message you want to deliver? Shame on you. Shame on you. And I went to this list and I looked for that company you called, that small little company you called, you know, Ben and Jerry's, that's owned by a slightly bigger company called Unilever. Multi, multi billion dollar corporation. Nor to be found on this list. So it's okay to pick and choose, you know, the causes. Well, well, hang on, but does Unilever let me finish my point and I'll give you more of the, the, the floor. I have no problem if you have a cause that you want to pick. But don't lie to the world that the cause was social and not racist driven. And that's the irritant. We need companies. We need organizations with the, with the intestinal fortitude of a visa, of a MasterCard, who will GM, Ford, Renault, Volvo, Daimler, Harley-Davidson, you name it. You name this list. Who have the intestinal fortitude to cut Russia off? Well, you can add Pfizer, Abbott, uh, Burger King, McDonald's, KFC. You know, listen, at the end of the day, they're representing their investors. And I guess if their investors decide that they're morally defunct by supporting a nation that is genociding another without any cause or provocation, I think at the end of the day, David. You know, the ultimate, the ultimate, you know, vote that we have besides casting our vote for our politicians is our pocketbook. And mm -hmm. frankly, frankly, you know, I understand why the U.S. doesn't want to get in or NATO into a no-fly zone because that automatically invokes this World War III. However, does that mean the men, women and children being massacred by Vladimir Putin are going to be basically lives lost for political reasons. I feel really bad. I really do. And, you know, frankly, you know, the, the people that are trying to take the limelight, like Black Lives Matter and the PLO, Policy Liberation Front, saying, it's about me, it's about me, it shouldn't be about them, I'm more important, you know, are just stupid people not realizing that the Ukrainian people – I've lived there. There's no issue. There's no border. There's no incursion. There's no one lobbing bombs on anyone's heads from their country. There's no one wishing Russia to die from that country. But Russia 
is laying a, an amount of destruction on this country, David. The pictures are just cruel and unusual. Yeah. But we're talking about corporations that like, you know, and we've been crapping all over our friends at Google and Facebook. And I have to give the credit to Google suspended its ad business. It's no longer going to help Russian television as have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, there are some companies that finally did what they say and say what they, you know, what they do. It's perfect. Right. I know I, there's a whole movement about Airbnb. I don't know if you're seeing what's going on where they're yep. encouraging people in lieu of trying to get donations to. Right. To, you know, but again, Airbnb, also, Airbnb also like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, blocked how many right wing uh, politicians from staying but, at their properties. Saying, so, I, mean, I mean, they're speaking no, both sides of their mouth. And I just want to point out least, that, that, that we're coalescing. We're coalescing around the Ukrainian people and the incursion that the Russians oh. have caused. But I want to point out that they're not so altruistic. No, no, no. We're not talking about altruism here because you know what? Frankly, at the end of the day, it's That's all about the almighty dollar, euro, franc, whatever you want to call it. And I get that. But I got to tell you, when I see sports organizations, what they're doing, when we see the entertainment industry finally doing what they're doing, you know what? I We've been all over Hollywood. And from the beginning of this this rant a week over a week ago, we called out Hollywood for its silence. Now I still don't see the same you know artists and entertainers coming to the forefront. Sting, God bless him, re-recorded his song "Russians" from 1985. He put it out there as a call, a wake-up call, you know, to to the world. I mean, it's kind of sad that he pulled out the song from 35 30 some years ago to remind people of what 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 we used to be like and what we need to be at it's kind of sad that i'm looking at this these 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 entertainments but you know when i see you know uh like disney warner sony paramount that they're stopping all releases in russia and when i see that you know netflix is not you know is not doing what they're supposed to, and like all the rest of them oh good we're finally doing this but it's 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 got to be like we've this if if we really believe in peace and world peace, it's got to be more aggressive, you know. Unfortunately, and and Vladimir Zelensky is very angry with the West, which is code for Biden, by the way, Johnson, and the rest of the cronies. They're upset because they're not doing enough. He like you said, so he asked for a no fly zone, okay, and unfortunately, NATO won't go there. So yep. you need to cripple the... Not yet. Not yet. Not, no, yet. not yet. But I'm saying, yeah, wait till they attack Poland and maybe they'll do it. But right now... The well, one well thing hang on. They attack Poland, that invokes five. So, right. But the problem no, but, is all these tens of thousands of people, I mean, literally, it's not just 300 people dead. Look at these buildings blown up, displaced, dismembered, injured, destroyed lives for an entire generation are going to go unpunished. You know, all those Russians that are being captured or ending up in body bags, their mothers and fathers don't even know why they went off to battle and what exactly they're doing. That's but, crazy. But, 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 no, but you know, what I'm trying to, what, what, what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, the, the governments here are trying to, you know, quietly and discreetly, they're trying to get, you know, Putin somehow stopped, whatever you want to call it. And the military part of it is a challenge. But there are countries that are doing things very quietly and very discreetly. And one of the things that can happen is that the Biden administration, Trudeau, Johnson, all the rest of the world leaders will go to the largest corporations in their in their countries 
and speak to the CEOs and say, we need to stop dealing with Russia today. What can we do? How do we financially compensate you so that we can make this happen? This would make a massive difference. Could you imagine you stop buying oil, wheat, we find other solutions. Look, Elon Musk came out and said, hey, it's high time we produce more oil. Like Elon Musk, electric car man. Well, do you know, you know, hang on, but do you, know, do you know what I really find very interesting? We're exporting billions and trillions of dollars in Canada and the U.S. buying oil from these, these countries that only want to destroy us or want to destroy the liberties that we enjoy. Sure. But we're going to burn and cause the same fossil nightmare here that we're causing there. So I don't really understand if, if fossil fuel burning is the end game and if we're buying it yeah. from somewhere else, we're burning it somewhere else. It's still causing the global problem. John Kerry up flying on his private jets. Dude, oh, yeah. I don't get it oh, anymore. God. I don't you get know, it. If I drill what? it in, if I drill it there or drill it here, what is the difference? I don't, I don't get, listen, I, I'm, I'm all over these guys, but my point is simple. And again, it's not just about oil. It's about wheat. It's about wood. It's about paper. It's about all these things that you're buying from Russia today, whether Europe or Asia or whatever. It's high time. If you really want to cripple Putin, it's about taking away his financial ability. The, if the military is as aggravated as they claim, as we hear more and more, if we hear that there are problems, then the way to do it is to cut off the snake at the head. And the way to do it is financially. The oligarchs are putting pressure on him. There's a million dollar bounty on Putin's head, which is hilarious. But the thing is that if the governments were to go to these corporations and say, look, we helped you through COVID. Okay, now we need your help to stop all relationship with Russia until there's peace. That would make a difference. If corporations are unwilling to do it on their own for, for whatever reason, it's Biden's administration, Trudeau, Boris Johnson, Macron. David, the rest David, of the David, world. David, it's you and me as well. And I'd like no, everyone to listen, understand. I'm sorry. On Thursday night, I got to tell you a funny story. On Thursday night, whip, I, you know, I have a guy, I have a good friend who's, he's Ukrainian, wife is Ukrainian. And we were about 20 guys around the table and we all drank a toast to the, to the freedom of Ukraine on a non-Russian vodka. We refused to drink the vodka. And as stupid as that sounds, the message is clear. We are all boycotting Russia. Do you know what time it is, David? Time to move on to Wednesday. Time to look forward to another broadcast coming forward to you live on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, wherever you get your podcasts. Like us, love us, share us. We By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you, missed, if you missed our interview with Hannah and Natalie last week, please go to our Rumble page, YouTube page. They're there. Interestingly enough, our dear friend Hannah was interviewed this week by the by the British press. You will see unbelievable. If you want to hear a, a longer, more in-depth understanding of the Ukrainian situation, listen to that last Wednesday's interview. It's unbelievable. Folks, we, we love you. Thank you so much for everything. We look forward to seeing you guys on Wednesday. David, say goodbye. Bye-bye.